you can put your customer really in the position of hero in the story, mm-hmm. um, people, people see themselves in that and then they connect much faster with it and they're much more apt to trust you and do business with you. The Online Marketing Show with Joseph Bushnell, helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hello and welcome to the Online Marketing Show. This is Joey Bushnell. Today's special guest is storytelling in marketing expert Maggie Patterson. Maggie, thank you so much for being on the show today. I'm excited to be here, Joey. Thank you for having me. Maggie, how did you get into marketing? I am one of those people who's always been really, really, you know, growing up, I was always interested in advertising and, you know, sales and everything. And I was always as a kid writing, like literally writing short stories. I remember being like in like grade, third grade and like standing at the front reading the story I'd written. So after going to college, I actually had this master plan in college of I was going to be a journalist and I kind of realized that was a really bad career fit for me because I wouldn't have the, um, the chutzpah, if you will, to do what needed to be done at times and be as intrusive as you need to be. Mm-hmm. So I started looking at alternate careers and I landed on public relations because I did want to be writing and working in that kind of realm. So it was a good associated area and that kicked off my career in marketing. Maggie, you're very well known for using storytelling as part of a marketing message. Why do you find that stories are so important in marketing? Well, here, here's the thing is, you know, we are so inundated now with information. If you look at how fast information is being created, um, essentially every two years we're creating the same amount of information we did from, I think, like t- 2010 to the beginning of time. So we have this literally this explosion of information. So we are, we need to process information in our brains so much faster. And what happens when you tell a story is it connects with people in a different way. It, it, it's a pattern we are as humans. It's literally in our DNA. We are recognized to say, Hey, wait, that's a story. Let me pay attention. So when you communicate with a story, you're creating a connection where when you communicate with a fact, um, you're just telling someone something and it's just more information clutter. So using a story helps your message resonate with people on an emotional level and connect in a a much deeper way and helps you cut through all the noise. Okay. So I, I understand the concept that we're, you know, hardwired to respond to stories and I understand how that works in a novel or a film or go into the theater or whatever it might be. Those things are all based on story for our entertainment. But how does it help in selling? You know, how does telling a story end up with someone handing us money and becoming a customer? So if you like look at um, brands you really, really love, I think that that's always a really good place to start. And let's, you know, take a big brand like Coke or Apple. There is a really strong element to storytelling. And sometimes it's as simple as taking the story of how you work with people and the successes your customers have had. And using that as the story that you lead. Um, a lot of times companies make the mistake, um, companies of all sizes, especially small ones, of focusing on, you know, my experience, my experience, my experience, when really I don't care what you're telling me. You need to prove it to me. So if you can put your customer really in the position of hero in the story, mm-hmm. um, people 
people see themselves in that and then they connect much faster with it and they're much more apt to trust you and do business with you. So what do we do if we feel as a business owner we don't have any good stories or that the stories that we have aren't relevant to what we're trying to sell? What would you do in that scenario? So I actually, you know, this is a situation that comes up all the times with my clients and I always encourage them to kind of broaden out what they think of a story because we all tend to think of story in the perspective of from the personal realm and uh, you know, if you're an entrepreneur or small business owner, you think you need this like big rags to riches story or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the story of how you're changing the world. And sometimes it's just not that deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes telling the story of, you know, folding socks, like mundane, everyday little glimpses that people can relate to mm-hmm. are just as important as these kind of epic stories. And, you know, there's this storytelling archetype that we see throughout literature and throughout the movies of the hero's journey. And that kind of conditions us to think it has to be this big thing. It really and truly doesn't. Um, little glimpses that make you human, that add personality, that uh, articulate what you stand for, uh, show the results you do. That's what really and truly matters. So a story doesn't have to be an entire blog post on your life story. It could be as simple as injecting a little bit of you into everything you're doing in your marketing. You mentioned there about the hero's journey type of story. Am I right in thinking that's the type of story where they began at, at rock bottom, they were having a, a major problem, and then they overcame it, and now things are much better. Is that kind of the basic hero story framework? Yeah, and if you look at a movie like, you know, Star Wars, that's truly, like, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to frame it up in peop- terms people know. The hero's journey, just think of the entire journey over that original trilogy that Luke Skywalker goes through. You know, he has a mentor. Oh, wait, there's Yoda. Like, there's all these milestones on the hero's journey that... um once you're kind of aware of them, you start to see them replayed over and over and over in most of the media we consume. Yeah. And I've seen these being um, used quite a lot. As you said earlier, a lot of marketers are using rags to riches. You know, I was broke. I was sick and tired of my job, et cetera, et cetera. And now because of the, of the magic that happened, I'm here and I've got a wonderful life and I've got, you know, this car and this wonderful house or whatever it might be. Or I was fat and now I've got six pack abs because of the secret that I found out. So these, uh, you know, kind of stories is, are these examples of the hero's journey being used in marketing? Yeah, if you look at it, I'm glad you brought up those. Those are two really great examples of, I think every industry, every niche has this like prototypical version of the hero's journey. So in the health industry, it's like, oh, I was fat, overweight and dying. And now I'm skinny and look at my six pack abs. Uh Um, With the entrepreneurial circles where I travel, it's uh, the, I, I call it the I quit my job story. And really, if you're an entrepreneur, we all quit something, so it's not that novel. So how do you take maybe that concept and turn it a little bit on its ear so it's a little more interesting or memorable? And that can be pretty much applied to any niche. So that's good news because not everyone listening to this call is a marketer or a business advisor. So I guess that could be used as a core story. But as you mentioned, um, stories can be little stories here and there. They don't have to be the main story within our copy that sells whatever we have to sell. It could just be as simple as, you know, a little story here and there just to build up a relationship, things to build up some goodwill on social media or via a quick email. Telling a story doesn't always have to result in a sale. Is that is that correct? Exactly. And I think that it's really important to understand that 
the way people want to be sold to and what's effective from a sales perspective is you build that relationship over time. So if you can find um, every touch point, you're, you're continually reinforcing that overall story of your brand, mm-hmm. all those kind of like, I like to think of it as marbles in a bucket. Eventually the bucket fills up and that person then is okay with doing business with you. You know, there's, there's multiple opinions. Is it seven times? Is it nine times? Is it 14 times? It doesn't matter. You need to just be aware that not everything you do is supposed to result in the sale. It's how do you move them through basically that journey from discovering you to being okay with purchasing with you. And a lot of that, um, depending on what you're selling, comes down to comfort or trust or um, just knowing this is the right decision for them. Or in the case that it's not the right decision, helping them realize it's you're going to be a bad fit because nobody wins when someone buys something that they don't really need. Yeah, absolutely. So is there a formula to telling a good story and especially in, in a marketing selling kind of context? I, you know, I think honestly, the biggest, the biggest thing is kind of looking at your stories in four different buckets. Um, and I, this is something I really encourage my clients to do. And just in general, I classify them in um, talking about stories that, are the ones, the story of your customer and the journey of with their business. So things like um, the before and after, really painting that picture of how the work you do creates that result or that desired outcome. Um, and then there's also the story of your experience. How does your experience weave together in a way that's interesting? I mean, a lot, I know one of the things my clients always love hearing is a story that I share every so often that I, while I work in marketing for the eight, first eight years of my business, I didn't have a website. It, it's fascinating to them. They want, I always want to know more about that. Mm-hmm. And because of that little, you know, very true story, it's memorable because it's very different and unexpected. Mm-hmm. Then there's also the story of like, how do all the experiences of everything in your life add up to where you are today? So, you know, I have a client who she's a business coach, but she actually started off working as a fitness instructor and she was really struggling with like, how does this even make sense? But once we were able to kind of excavate that and dig deeper, there's always a logical pattern there. Then there's, you know, the idea of taking a stand. Um, it's very easy to be vanilla or kind of just go with the norms. Well, what things do you want to see change? What do you believe in? What do you stand for? Uh, a lot of people, a lot of businesses will not do this because they're so worried about being polarizing. And the reality is, is you can't serve everyone, nor should you try to. So, you know, really kind of put your flag up and say, okay, hello, tribe. This is, this is who I am. Who's following me? Who's coming with me on this journey? And I think by picking those issues that you do believe in, uh, you will attract more of the right people to your door ultimately. In a business context, do stories always have to be true stories? Or, you know, well, just to clarify, I'm not advocating um, telling fake stories and passing them off as real. What I mean is, uh, can you use a what is a clearly fictional story, um, even a story that maybe you heard elsewhere from someone else or you read in a book, for example, can those kind of stories still be effective and still illustrate a point? Yeah, I think as long as it's, you know, it's handled as an example yeah. or, you know, there's um, some very popular books, which are essentially fables, but they're there to, you know, the parable to teach you a lesson. Yeah. Um, a great book example of that, if you want to see that in action, is called The Go-Giver by Bob Berg. Mm-hmm. It really, I mean, the entire thing is the story of a fictionalized character, but mm-hmm. you can see yourself with that character. So I think if, you know, as long as you finesse that the right way, it can be done really well. 
is there a wrong way to tell a story? You know, well, maybe not a wrong way, um, an ineffective way, you know, maybe one that's not going to have much of an impact when it comes to selling and marketing. Honestly, I think that it's very easy with storytelling to lose sight of the fact that it's not all about you. It's really about what your customer needs to hear. Um, mm-hmm. We have a tendency as humans to like to hear ourselves talk and to, you know, want to sh- really want to share things. And you've got to kind of know what the line is. Uh, the perfect example is, you know, if you listen to podcasts, how many of us want to listen to a really, really, really long podcast? No, we want to get in and get the get out. So how can you use the story in a way that shows a little bit of you, enhances the experience and the journey of the potential buyer, and then leave it there without over explaining it, over embellishing it, or, you know, just making it so long winded, it's boring. Maggie, I was going to ask you about a term that I hear you using quite a lot on your website and on your podcast, which is micro stories. Um, is that tied in with what we spoke about earlier, those little stories here and there that you can just sprinkle in amongst your marketing messages? Exactly. You know, it's very daunting to sit down and write a blog post and be like, I have to have a story. Uh-huh. Well, a little tiny three lines, three lines about relating it to something in your life or an experience you had with a client or something you found that's just as effective. And, you know, if you go back to that hero's journey, there's all these steps in the hero's journey. If you kind of get familiar with the hero's journey, you can just kind of take out little little parts. Okay, I'm going to talk about my mentor, who my Yoda was today. And next time I'm going to talk a little bit about the challenge I faced Mm -hmm. and try to make it a little more. I'm a fan of everything in your content, making it very digestible for your audience. So a micro story lets you present that information in a way that's not onerous for people. Maggie, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It's been a real pleasure to speak with you and and hear your brilliant insights when it comes to storytelling and marketing. If we want to dive deeper with this, where can we go and find out more? So I'm over at MaggiePatterson.com. That's Patterson with two T's. And if you hop on over there, I have a great free guide called the Storytelling Shortcut, which is um, literally a fill in the blank guide to help you start figuring out what stories you could be using in your business. And it asks a lot of fun questions. So it's not hard work. It's something you could do, you know, do on a nice summer's day when you're relaxing brilliant that's the end of today's episode thank you all for tuning in Uh, if you enjoyed the show please return the favor by leaving us a review on itunes it really helps to support the show and help the online marketing show get found by new listeners maggie once again thank you very much for coming on the show thank you so much for having me joy the online marketing show with joseph bushnell helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic Improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.